Our knowledge is vast to learn real fast. It's about the Heavy Podcast! Rainforest, Monishies, Vikings and Normans, you won't find this very boring. Anybody can watch this about them in class. It's about the Heavy Podcast! Granny, granddads, mom and dads, they all love the Heavy Podcast! Decks, doors, windows and floors, listen if you want to learn some more. The Heavy Podcast! Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the House Street Podcast a show where we aim to tell the story and stories of our community. Last week, we held our open night for the families of the boys and our community to come and see the work which goes into the podcast and to showcase the research we've uncovered about our area over the past year. In particular, we wish to thank both Cathy Scuffle and Liz Gillis for making the time to come over from the wonderful liberties and see the boys work firsthand. Liz also interviewed many of the boys for something she's working on in the autumn. Exciting times ahead for House Tree. Today is a momentous day as we bid goodbye to the amazing boys who have been making this project and podcast what it is. They graduate tonight and move on to the next phase of their lives with the respect and well wishes of the whole school community. They will not be forgotten and what they have started will continue next year. Today's episode is slightly different in format. The boys have done a number of interviews and this will make up the upcoming episodes. Today sees a fireside chat between Connell and his granddad, Nafina club legend Frank Gray. We learn an awful lot in this interview about Frank's early life in Drumcondra, his move to Glasnevin Park and the early years of Nafina, from pigsties and fires to 4,000 members. Sit back and enjoy. What was it like in Drumcondra and what games did you play then and stuff like that? Well, where I lived in Drumcondra was called Dargo Road and there was uh, the house I lived in, there was a big wall, it was a convent wall Um, and we basically, we played out on the road the whole time because there was there was very few cars. As a matter of fact, it was practically no cars, and that would have been in oh, in the forties and into the fifties. And if we wanted to go to a park, we had to go down to Griffith Park, which was on uh, Botanic Avenue. And if we wanted to play football, you know, kind of a proper football match or a soccer match or whatever that's where we had to go like there was no uh, there was no greens you know what you have now and a lot of us and a lot of (coughs) in in a lot of estates and uh, the other place we used to go to play was uh, Pat's College before it was um developed the way it is now and they had plain plain pitches <coughs> they had plain pitches in Pat's College not where the the new pitches are now and where the pitches are now are all student accommodation and uh, apartments for, for the students I moved up to Glasnevin Park 
1966, which is now, <laughs> what, 60, 60 odd years ago? No? 57 years ago. And uh, when we moved out, or when we moved up to Last Nevern Park uh, in the house I live in now, uh, I could look out my top bedroom window and I could see right down to Last Nevern Cemetery. Because there was no, no houses in Hillcrest Park. Um, from, uh, from Hillcrest Park right down to the old Fingless Road, that was all um, farmland. And in actual fact, uh, Craigie's, which was a, a milk, uh, they, used to, they used to produce milk, and they had their cattle, their cows on that land. And eventually, in, uh, I'd say, the middle 70s, or the early 70s, they started to develop Hillcrest Park and all the way down Ballygall Road, right down to the old Fingless Road. Like, what was like the biggest development in where you live now? Like, what was well, the biggest change? I suppose the biggest, the biggest development would have been uh, Ballymun. You know that that used to be that used to be all farmland. Uh, up until. Ballymore was built in the late 60s. And uh, that was, that, I'd say that was one of the biggest developments. Uh, after I moved up to Glasnevin Park, you know. But it has, it has all changed you now. Everything is built up. Um, what was like? What was it like just when you were younger, roaming around fields and like stuff like that, where there was no motorways, traffic, and stuff like? Well, in, in when I lived in Condra, yeah, uh, you, you you literally you cycled everywhere, um, and you never, um. Like you cycled to work, you cycled to school. Uh, I was I was lucky enough that uh, where I lived, uh, I went to St Pat's National School, and you know a, a ten minute walk would brought would have brought me down to what well, down to school. And uh, yeah, when I left primary school, I went to Kalashtawira, which is a nursery school in Parnell Square, which is basically in the city centre. But again, you, you just, uh, you walk to, you walk to these places. Now, I could get a bus all right, but buses in those days, they weren't as frequent as they are now. And uh, you literally, you walk to school, uh, you walked home in the evening time, and uh, but if you wanted to go playing matches, a lot of our matches when we were playing, 
used to have to go up to the Phoenix Park, <clears throat> what they call it, 15 acres. And it was all soccer pitches, GA pitches. And that's more or less where we played all our uh, hurling and football. And in, as I say, in Drumcondra, I lived between Talca Park and uh, Dalymount Park. And uh, a neighbour of mine who, a lad I was very pally with, and he was uh, a real soccer supporter, and I was a Gaelic supporter. But I used to go to Talca Park with him, watch uh, Drumcondra, or Drums as they were called. And or I'd go up to Dalymount Park now if it was a, uh, an important match. And uh, but that that was basically it. If you if you wanted to go for a swim during the summer, you went down to Dalymount, which was close by as well. You'd cycle down to have your swim. You could leave your bike on the beach and it'll be still there when you come back from your swim. Um, that's uh, basically it. And then I started working and I worked in, uh, where I started working was in Parliament Street. <clears throat> and like that, I used to cycle into work, cycle home in the evening. Or, uh, you know, or if I had, if it was out, if I had a long lunch, I could cycle home. I'd be, I could cycle home in 20 minutes, have my lunch and cycle back to work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, uh, in those days, what you did at uh, the weekends, you know, when you got a bit older, you were going to, to, to the movies as we used to call it in those days we were going to the pictures and like there was numerous picture houses around the city centre and uh, you know or then on a Saturday maybe a Saturday night you'd go to a dance and um, now you would call it a it'd be a, it'd be a disco or a cabaret show or something like that but uh, in my day it used to be uh, you know you'd go to dances Sunday then you would probably have uh, a hurling match or a football match in the morning We'd you'd go to Crow Park in the afternoon if there was the dubs were playing or any ca county team or anything like that and that's that's basically what you did you know, you had no uh, video games and stuff. Like we no television and and those days. Like we didn't get a television until middle sixties. <laughs> uh, nice first our first television we got was when RTE opened up, and it was then that we got a television, and that was in sixty one. 19, January 61, I think, or 62 or something. Uh, you know, at home, <clears throat> nowadays everybody looks at television or they, or they have Xboxes 
but we, uh, when I was young, now you, you know, you read the paper, you listened to the radio, and every Sunday night, these uh, my mother and father and a few of their friends and they used to play cards on a Sunday. Every Sunday night, you could, eight o'clock, the cards would start up until, and they'd play until 11 or 12 o'clock at night. <laughs> and, uh, but that's, that was, you know, it was all, <clears throat> my time was all, you know, at, at night time, was either you were either you trained both for hurling and football on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And uh, the club used to have a a meeting, club meeting every every Thursday night, uh, where they discussed uh, various matches that had been played the previous week and the matches that were coming on, uh, coming up then for the coming weekend. And uh, everything was discussed about the club and the finances and everything else. And then when the meeting would be over, we'd be sitting around talking to uh, other members from the club. Um, so what was like the biggest impact in like sporting and stuff? Like... Like for Nafine and like all the Astros and like Crow Park and stuff. Well, there was there was no Astros. Yeah. Yeah. Even Crow Park now was wasn't an Astro. It was pure clay and grass. Uh, in the Nafina didn't have um, when they when they formed they didn't have their their own pitch or anything their own football ground or anything like that. As I said, they always played up in up in the uh, Phoenix Park. It wasn't until nineteen sixty three that we got the pitch in Mulvey Road, um, and in in actual fact, the pitch in Mulvey Road used to it was the same slant as the road itself. So there was a hill from the top of the top of the pitch down to the bottom and <clears throat> eventually we developed Moby Road we um, that was in 19 around 71 72 we sorry uh, yeah in 70, 71 72 we we leveled the pitch and we we built a new uh, a new clubhouse. Um, we'd no we'd no clubhouse when we had Mulvey Road. It was a little. Uh, it used to be a. It was a hut out at the gate, and believe it, <clears throat> believe it or believe it not, it used to be uh, a pigsty, because next door was it used to be the big building. There, um, it's now Whitehall College. And previous to that, it used to be the Department of Defence. And previous to that, it used to be an agricultural college. And 
we used to tug out in this little hut, uh, or little building, as I say, but it was originally a pigsty. So we had to demolish some of it so we could get two teams into it. And then, as I say, we uh, we start, <clears throat> when we got Moby Road, we started, you know, thinking about uh, building a, a clubhouse. And uh, we, in Eshafak, purchased an old wooden pavilion uh, from the Guinness sports phase on the Crumlin Road, uh, transported it over to Moby Road, and with volunteers from the club and at the help of a builder, uh, we started to build a clubhouse. Uh, it was a, we we almost had it finished. Well, we had it we had it built, and we were doing the finishing touches. We were painting and papering, and you know, doing various things in it. And uh, on a one one Saturday night, uh, this fellow who was off his mind with drinking, didn't know what, set fire to it and burnt it to the ground. And uh, it was absolutely devastating to the members of the club because they, they were after putting in so much work in building it, decorating it, and your man comes along and just puts a match to it and that was, that was the end of it. But that, that was in 1966. Um, so it was 66, 67, 1967 I was born down. So six years later, we uh, we leveled the pitch uh, as it is now, and uh, we built the clubhouse, which is there now. And uh, so we've we've grown grown from that, and we're. Today now, at, at this point in time, we're probably one of the biggest clubs in Dublin, along with the likes of Ballyboden and Kilmacud. They're three of the biggest clubs in, in Dublin. Mm. Uh, a membership of 4,000, approximately, if not more. Um, so, like... What else do you want to know now? <laughs> so like other stuff, like when was the biggest period of building houses? Like when did it all just start? Like when did all of this, all the houses around us start being built? Well, the houses here where you're living now, they were, uh, where, where, I, where I live now, which is up around the corner from you, they were built in 65, like as I say earlier, as I said earlier, we've moved, we, we moved in in 1966, in December 1966. And these houses down here from, you know, the laneway? Yeah. From the laneway right up, they, they were built in 60, in 1960, they were started to build in 1965. And 
and the houses across the road from us in uh, you know where the Ryans live and they were built in 60, I'd say the late 60, 68, 69 and then uh, Hillcrest was built so what was it like so could you was there a big wall in front of Hillcrest or was it just a green patch of field it was, it was it was a field like it was um, you know there was nothing from the other side of the road as I say right down to the the old finish road down to where Eve was going to school yeah that was all a green green fields the whole way down uh, now okay you did have you had the houses and on the old fingers road then but there was uh, uh, from there back up you didn't have uh, uh, where did you like the houses on you know opposite Talca Rovers yeah you didn't they, they were that wasn't there was, that wasn't there at all that, that was part of the field right back up to uh, up to we say the back of Ryan's, you know, and like the houses down um, beside DCU now, you know St Clair's, and yeah. uh, there's houses there uh, on the Bally, on the Ballygal Road, and uh, they weren't there. Uh, as again, that was as I say, it was all all the field. Uh, the church now on Ballygal Road, that's that wasn't there. Uh, it was that that was built in nineteen eighty eighty eight, I think it was. But where the houses are, you know, the the church on Ballygal Road. Yeah. The houses beside that. Where it that where the old church used to be. And it used to be a tin church, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't bricks and mortar. It was a tin church, and it was there. It was there for years. But they, uh, when they decided to build a new church, they built it on the corner there, and where the old church was, they sold the land, and those houses were built. And um, yeah, I don't know what's the name of that. I think it's is a creamer. Was um, Canis's Road was there, uh, Pappin's Road was there, Waddeley was all there. To the left of you was all that was, it, it, uh, that was, um, believe it, believe it or believe it not, um, down towards the shops, you know, Eurospire and around there. Yeah. Pappin's Road. When I was a young fella, uh, living in Drumcondra, there was, in those days, uh, the milkman used to drive around. They used to deliver the milk. And the bread, the breadman used to deliver the bread to the house. And I, there was one uh, fellow that used to bread, deliver the bread to our house in Drumcondra. Uh, he worked for Boland's Bakery. And yeah. they used to have electric, electric vans. And I used to go. With, I used to go around. I used to help him many 
he gave me sixpence or whatever, and that was only be only about two two cents now. And uh, but we used to deliver bread up to Dean Swift, Dean Swift Road, yeah, which is beside all the shops yeah. there, yeah. Um, and you know, and that that would have been oh, that would that would have been in the early fifties, you know. But there was no, um, and that was the that was that's where it ended. After that, it was all countryside. Yeah, you know. Now, Glasnevin Avenue is Glasnevin Avenue would have been the late fifties or the mid fifties when they were built. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, even then, you know, you didn't have Pinewood. You didn't have. Willow Park, like that was all. That was all just green. That was fields. all farmland, you know. So what else do you want to? Well, that's really it. So thanks. That was my granddad speaking about like what his life was about and what his life was when he lived in Drumcondra and stuff. So thanks. for listening to our previous episodes. We've had over five hundred listens so far. It is so heartening to see the message of House Street getting out there and people genuinely enjoying the work of a sixth class in Ballygall. Keep encouraging others to listen and spread the word. Until next week, Fonagy Slán agus Sonus Arvise. Our knowledge is vast to learn real fast. It's about the Heavy Podcast! Rainforest, Monishies, Vikings and Normans, you won't find this very boring. Anybody can watch this about them in class. It's about the Heavy Podcast! Granny, Grandads, Mom and Dads, they all love the Heavy Podcast! Decks, doors, windows and floors. Listen if you want to learn some more. The Heavy Podcast!